Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. On the show with this week, we have Art Paul Schlosser. Yeah, here I am. Why didn't it cut and to also- you? Damn it. <laughs> and also me. And Luke. And get excited. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to episode 587 of the Funny Music Podcast for September 16th, 2020. A case of poetry sickness. Work that into our discussion for this week. I put it in the chat so you'd remember it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's- good or bad? Well, uh, Luke asked me last week to put it in the chat because he always forgets what I actually title the episode. And so. Yeah, because that's, that's the new thing is he comes up with the title and then one of us on the show has to try to work it in. And then I would always forget like five minutes after he says it what it was. and Because <laughs> it's always something stupid and random and so it doesn't actually mean anything. All right, let's uh, do the catch up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? (laughs) So, Luke, what you been up to? Well, um, uh, just, you know, more of the usual working and and, uh, having days off. I'm very happy that uh, my day job... Uh, which I need to be working five days a week in order to make enough money to, you know, get the rent and bills paid and cover my life expenses, has been actually scheduling me for five days a week ever since I returned from my big Midwest trip. And they've been consistently over the past uh, two, soon to be three weeks, giving me the same days off every week. So basically Wednesday and Thursday have become, you know, my my quote unquote weekend (laughs) of my of my actual day job. And now everyone's looking at my kitty. Hi, buddy. <laughs> what are you doing? Hubert, here, he wants me You've to... You've been upstaged by your cat. <laughs> as, as it should be. And right now I'm going to use my laser to get him to... to, to, to Get the laser. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Oh, it's way over there. He likes to go onto this pink carpet in the kitchen. And... Uh, um, <laughs> and... I take the laser over to it, and then, like, he specifically attacks the laser as I make him run in circles on the pink carpet until he flops on his back and, like, submits to the power of the laser. So, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what else went on this past week? Um, I, uh, uh, uh <laughs> I assisted Kyle by uh, taking, with, with, with him needing to uh, go pick up his cat, Ink, at the, um, at the vet because it was there for several days for uh for for you know kitty health reasons and it turns out that the the vet place he was being uh vetted at <laughs> is like just off of the strip mall which is at pico and sepulveda so <laughs> <laughs> nice so i was like wow great location um and uh we had a MarsCon meeting, and uh, I brought, you know, for those who, th- those of them that did not know, I brought them up to speed that Knuckleheads are our guest of honor, and uh, that we're doing the Logan Awards there, and uh, and that many of the usual suspects are re- uh, are interested in returning. Um, and that happened to be the same morning that the Knuckleheads music video for Pete in My Pants was released. So, um, so uh, as I was explaining, you know, who Knuckleheads are and what they've been doing, you know, uh, and how great they've been doing on the Dr. Minute show this year, uh, the, uh, uh, one of the people on the staff pulled up the music video and we watched like the first minute of it and they thought that it was hilarious. They were laughing so much and I told them that I wanted to try to kind of tie in uh, the children's track at MarsCon into this so that um, we could, you know, have uh you know like whatever the activities are of the children's track like as as one of them put it it's like they'll take a field trip from the room where the children's track happens over to the main stage so that they can watch the knuckleheads concert so um that's a cool idea saturday yeah so um so it was that um and uh yeah i uh i've been kind of it's like my days off now that i have like these two days off in a row is a regular thing it kind of turns into like this weird like you know rather than doing what a normal person would do which is like sleep during the night and then be awake during the day and do stuff i'm kind of like always in this state of you know 
taking naps and then being awake for a while and then going back for a sleep and then being awake for a while, no matter what time of day it is. So, um, so, so basically, uh, I, during one of my awake periods last night, I managed to finally finish editing uh, Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport, episode 141. So uh, that's, uh, uh, it's, it, you know, the MP3 is made for me to post. Now I just got to do all the things that involve posting it so everyone can hear it. Um, and uh, I, my original estimate for how long that episode was going to be was about five hours and 20 minutes. Wow. Uh, and, it ac- and it actually turned out to be four hours and 37 minutes. So <laughs> it's a little bit less than as long as I thought it was going to be. Do you know what the um, longest episode you ever released was? Um, well, this one was kind of intentionally uh, super long. And, you know, for us way back then was we did an episode like forever. We used to do the episodes that I called specials where, you know, it was like us talking about a specific topic and really trying to talk about it in its complete entirety. So it was me and me and Carrie. And then we had Kyle on as a special guest. I think that's officially counted as our third, you know, episode of the original incarnation of Kyle and Luke talk about tunes where it was the Disney special, and that episode lasted six hours. <laughs> like, once I realized how long it was, I'm like, okay, I'm going to time it so it lasts exactly six hours on the dot. So, um, but yeah, um, we want to do one, or at least if possible, I want to do one to put out just before Halloween. So that one, if we do get it out, will very likely be a much, much shorter episode. But this one was um, like, you know, six months in the making, uh, you know, re- recorded over, you know, periods in June, July, and August. Oh, another funny uh, side note about this particular episode of um, of the show is in recent years, the segment What's Luke Plugging Now has always been um, uh, just me by myself without Carrie being involved trying to do a quick rundown of all the things I was plugging. And it usually goes about like, you know, 10 minutes, you know, up to 20, depending on how much stuff I have to talk about since the last time we did record an episode. So Carrie said... Uh, you know, well, because she knew I had to do that. She's like, "Well, what if I just came on and helped you read all the stuff for what's plugging now <laughs> for the for the final segment of the show over Zoom?" So we did that. So this uh, this this episode's version of what's Luke plugging now lasts forty five minutes, <laughs> and it's the first time uh, the what's Luke plugging now segment has a song break in the middle of it <laughs> because I felt it was too long to go through the whole thing on its own. So. Yeah, but there's lots of fun comedy music in it, including comedy songs by Art Paul Schlosser, like the one that was posted oh. today. So, yeah. Oh, what have you been up to? Your, wow, cool. <laughs> what, what have you been up to, Devo Spice? Oh, I've had a week. Um, I got into an accident on Saturday. Um, I was driving along with my wife because uh, she wanted to pick up some free pallets that this uh, company was giving away because she wanted the wood. And we're driving down the road, and some dude in a Jeep comes flying up behind me and then starts tailgating me. And I had to slow down to make a left-hand turn, and I slowed down, and he didn't. So he just (laughs) kind of crashed into the back of me. So I've been dealing with that. Um, I took the car to a shop yesterday to get get it uh, appraised for the damage. Came out to like $2,500 in damage, they're estimating. Now the last time I was rear-ended, they estimated it at twelve hundred, and it actually came out to be forty-eight hundred once they got it open. So I'm wondering, like, what the actual damage uh, is going to be once they get it open. But anyway, the real issue is that this this body shop can't fit me in until November. So um, I'm going to try to uh, find another body shop that could fit, get me in sooner than that because I can't close my trunk. So I'm driving around with beep 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 because there's a there's a door open the whole time so everywhere i go beep 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 and i can't shut it off so um i'm dealing with that the other thing i had to deal with was uh apparently my support at fightem.com email got hacked and uh it was sending out some spam um and the this was a weird one because the people that got the spam it was actually a reply to a real conversation that i was having with these people um, a couple of them were, you know, new Fump artists who had been posted, who were, you know, got the instructions on how to post to their first song to the Fump. Um, a couple of like orders that I that that people had been pl- had placed, and just a couple other general things. And like, all of a sudden, I, I'm getting all of these reports like, "Hey, did you send this? This looks suspicious." And I'm like, "No, I didn't send that." So, um, so I I 
did actually a full system check on my computer to make sure I didn't have any viruses, and I don't. Um, didn't think I did. Um, I changed the password on that account on my host, and hopefully that resolved it. I opened a support ticket with my host, and they confirmed that the the account had been breached somehow. They didn't specify how. So changing the password should resolve that problem. Um, and hopefully that'll be the end of it. But unfortunately, I have no idea how many of these emails went out and or and if anybody actually opened the attachment and got infected. So hopefully it's nothing terrible that uh, can't be fixed. Uh, have you tried putting a clip over the trunk light switch? Um, yes, I tried putting a uh, carab carabiner those clips that people use to climb mountains what are they called i tried putting one of those into the clip and into the latch where it goes um i don't think the latch is actually what tells the car that the trunk is closed i think there's another trigger somewhere and i haven't found it yet um in better news on tuesday night i had my first uh filmmaking class at the new jersey film school uh so that was neat um I actually, I, I'm taking a, a, a page out of Bad Rapport, and I'm starting to record The Insider in chunks throughout the month, rather than all at once at the end of the month. So I actually recorded a segment yesterday where I talk about the, the film class. Um, so this was the first first class, and it was just kind of a general get-to-know-you type, type thing. Uh, we kind of talked about like our favorite movies and stuff, and what we wanted to get out of the class. And then he went into this whole big thing on, on screenwriting which was interesting. He showed us a couple of short films and gave us showed us one that they actually made there at the film school and gave us the screenplay for it and the shot list for it, which was was really interesting. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. Next next Tuesday, we're getting into like actual camera work. We're going to go into the soundstage and, and get to play with some cameras for a bit. So that's going to be cool. So Art, what have you been up to? Um, mostly just... Well, I'm painting some weird paintings. I got this one with me tonight. It's hard to see because I don't know how to work the light on the on the computer so you can see it better. But I'm intentionally right not there. saying things so the camera doesn't cut to me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything because I didn't want it to, to cut away. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then I... I've been uh, learning how to hashtag. So on uh, both Facebook and Instagram and Twitter now, I'm hashtag uh, my artwork as Art by Art Paul, and I hashtag my music by Art Paul's mu music. On, on, so if someone's looking to get a CD and they're on Facebook, and they type uh, hashtag Art Paul's music. Um, there'll be all my CDs, the pictures of them, and uh, where they can either listen to it or get the CD. And I learned another thing I learned this week is that CD Baby has put CD. I think they're they put all their CDs in import CDs. There's a, a, a CD store called Import CDs, and I think that's where CD Baby put a lot of their CDs. The other place is Amazon. And, and so if you, you want to actually get a physical CD, uh, I think um, if you go to Import CD or Amazon, you can get one of my CDs that's physical. But I would rather you... Uh, Send me a Facebook message or or um, Instagram or or Twitter, and then I can send you my mailing address, <laughs> and you can mail for it, and then I get all the money. <laughs> yeah, that's the better way to go. Pay the artist directly. Yep, and then, that's what uh, I always do. I'm 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 one of the few people in, on the planet who has uh, a complete Art Paul CD collection. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you have the uh, Archipelago project. Oh, you know what? I, I if yeah, that one's a recent one. I don't have it yet, so I'll have to order that from you. <laughs> and do you have the? Uh, I wrote the lyrics. I don't think I have that one either. Uh, uh, I'll have to look at um, my my 
my uh, playlist over here on my on my MacBook to see what the last uh, and the newest thing. one is going to be uh, coming out. It's I already have copies, but uh, CD Baby's taking forever to put it on iTunes and and um, and on um, uh, Spotify. But the newest one is sixty-seven songs in less than sixty-seven minutes. <laughs> Those three have all been put out uh, this year. Also, last year, I I put out a Christmas one, but it's basically um, from other other CDs that you already have, and I put out a best of live from other CDs that you already have. Um, those are the newest CDs that I put out. I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> no. <I> <laughs> It's this is exactly the venue where you should be telling about the new CDs you have out because I, I have fifty. I think I have fifty-two all together, <laughs> um, and some you can't get anymore because I didn't. I don't have. I don't have the blueprint. Uh, some uh, are at super duper. The blueprint is, and uh, if I don't have them anymore, I can have them make more if I wanted them, but. Actually, I, I kind of want to limit how many CDs of each CD I sell. I want um, <clears throat> one day if I ever disappear, uh, I want people to. Well, I got it, but you'll have to buy it for a lot of money, and you know, <laughs> that might be cool to have people disappointed that they can't get a hold of it. <laughs> this conversation got dark all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, it's like if if Madison w had its own Library of Congress, but just for the state of Wisconsin. It's like I could donate my entire CD collection to them so that they can have it part of the, you know, Wisconsin Public Archive. You know, well, in, actually, in memoriam put, of all part our Paul Schlosser. Here's in his entire discography for everyone. I, I to put to. the reels. I had the reels from the um, earlier cassettes and CDs. Uh, from Randy's recording studio. Oh wow! I put those in the. Um, there's a university library, and they have them on the, they're on the floor where they have all the recordings, and um, I think they're made one copy from each one, and so people can listen to them. Uh, and then I had, I had another thing that was kind of weird. I had 35 copies of Art's Garbage Gazette that they put on microprint. <laughs> they put them on microprint at the historical library, and they have paid for each one. Wow. That's, <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't ask me what's in all those little, they were like little zines. <laughs> But someday someone's going to read them. <laughs> what? This is really weird. <laughs> Why don't we segue up. into, into uh, uh, your song? Yeah, so give um, us a quick intro to your song, and we'll give it a listen. Okay. Um, okay, in Madison, on State Street, um, this restaurant called Raising Cane uh, decided to put an, a chicken-only sandwich uh, restaurant, they have fries and they have uh, different things to drink, but uh, you can only get chicken if you want, like a meat. And so while I was standing in line, I wasn't standing in line to get in, I was just, there's a big crowd, there's a lot of people, and well, all these people were standing in line, I was playing songs, and while I was playing songs, I made up some songs about chicken restaurants. And I was thinking, um, you know, I've heard that one song from uh, that one band from Texas. I think they have one about uh, everything tastes like chicken. You know, mm -hmm. I was thinking about that song. And I was thinking, what if there was a, a chicken restaurant that everything tastes like chicken? <laughs> and that's that where I get the idea from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is The All Chicken Restaurant by Art Paul Slosher. It's The All Chicken Restaurant. 
Everything in the restaurant tastes like chicken. The hamburger tastes like chicken, and the chicken tastes like chicken. And the cheese on top of the chicken tastes like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. The lettuce on the hamburger tastes like chicken. And, you know, they have chicken Pepsi and chicken Coke and chicken orange soda. And even the waiter and waitress have to taste like chicken. See, they have this special spray that anyone accidentally licks you, then you they know you taste like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. It's the All Chicken Restaurant coming to your town soon. So save those coupons. There it is, the All Chicken Restaurant. <laughs> I love some of your tracks uh, are basically kind of these, you know, musical skits. I just love this idea as as a as you know, this is a commercial for that restaurant, and just picturing in my head what's happening as all this stuff is being said. <laughs> so yeah, when I wrote the song, I said I have to send that to them. <laughs> And I, I re-recorded it a couple times so I could have it sound as funny as I could get it. Well, well done. It was I enjoyed that one. My favorite uh, thing <laughs> in the song is the idea of uh, the uh, of uh, <laughs> the orange soda that tastes like chicken, <laughs> and that you know thinking about how there's an actual you know food out there called orange chicken that you can get at like uh like panda express or other you know asian restaurants and stuff like that so i was like it's like so is that is the is that soda at that restaurant basically you know the flavor of orange chicken that you'd get at panda express combined with soda because you know that seemed to be that would seem to be the a great fusion idea for (laughs) for somebody to (laughs) attempt at a restaurant i don't know i just i thought it would be funny to Say that the sodas also tasted like chicken, because that that would be really gross to have a soda that <laughs> tastes like chicken, probably. But I don't know; it's a really weird song. Sometimes what was the reaction I, to the people around you when you, when you first performed it? Oh, they thought it was funny. I think the part they think is funniest is that the waiter and the waitress have to spray themselves to, so they taste like chicken. <laughs> I don't think I would want to work there. <laughs> you, you come home from work uh, and uh, you're with some guy that doesn't know you work there. And maybe, you know, some girl that you're trying to impress and she kisses you. Hey, you taste like chicken. <laughs> I've said that to my wife. <laughs> really? Yes. There's like, a there's a a bit on Mystery Science Theater three thousand where they're talking about, um, you know, like eating dinosaurs <laughs> and stuff, and one of them says, "I wonder what dinosaur tasted like," and uh, Crow says, uh, "I bet I bet dinosaur tasted like chicken," and then Tom Servo says, "It's more chronological. It's more chronological." It's more chronologically accurate to say that chicken tasted like dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> or you could just say, this uh, tastes like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else you been no, up to, Art? Or go ahead. I, I got well, I was going to ask, so the, where, where exactly is that chicken restaurant that you were talking about? It's on State Street. Um, it's... Um, it's it's they have french fries that taste like fries and they don't have every the waitress i kissed her no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't taste like chicken no i'm just kidding uh you know where state street brats is oh yeah yeah okay uh it used to have discount den right uh on the same side of the road on the same side of the the state street but in between, there was the um, the area where it's like a park. Yeah. And uh, right here is uh, State Street Bratz, and Discount Den was here. 
And what they did was they tore down all those buildings, uh, like who's the, who's the, who's the, who's the, who's news uh, that restaurant that Greek or uh, uh, Greek restaurant got yeah. all that got tore down, and they built this big tall building called the Hub, and then they put new places in there. Oh, I saw. And, Is that where they're going to put like a Target or something? No, I think Target will be across the street. Oh, okay. Where, where uh, there's another store, uh, but they right, right there they put where the discount den was. They put the Raising Cane, and next door to Raising Cane they have Muya. So, if you get sick of chicken, you can go to uh, have a hamburger at Muya. Well, uh, next time I get down to State Street, I don't know when that'll be, but I'll, I'll definitely go looking for the Hall Chicken Restaurant so I can, you know, eat there and take a selfie there and be like, look, I have made it to the Hall Chicken Restaurant. Well, they have chicken. Uh, I think Raising Cane is all over. There might be a Raising Cane in California. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it's it was fun the first day, and it was fun a month before because they had this guy standing outside and he had this thing where you spin and I won two free meals. So I took um, one of my friends there and we had, uh, she doesn't eat as much. So I gave her the children's meal and then I had the bigger meal and it was pretty good chicken. Um, but they had this weird sauce you're supposed to, uh, dipping in it. I don't know what it was. It was like mayonnaise added to ketchup or something. It was really strange. And they had, um, they gave you this piece of bread with it. And it was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, and actually. I'll have to try to make it out there myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never been to uh, Madison. I have to get, I have to get out there. I think they have them in a lot of places. Because people wrote letters to the company to bring them here. Oh, okay. People like chicken. What can I say? Yep, that's true. <laughs> and this doesn't have any bones in it. That's good. All right, so now do you have, have anything you'd like to plug? Um, well, um, like I said, I, um, I'm on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and I got new paintings on Instagram and um, new paintings on Facebook and and uh, Twitter. And um, I got my music on Spotify and and uh, iTunes. And um, Don't you have it on Bandcamp as well? Yeah, I now have new songs. My newest songs go on Bandcamp because I don't know when I'm going to put out another CD because it takes forever to put out a CD. I keep writing new songs all the time because I've got this bad problem. I'm bored. Yeah, what you, have, what you have is a case of poetry sickness. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, really. That would make a good title for a song. <laughs> I've got poetry sickness, poetry sickness. I can't help but write more poetry <laughs> and then do a song where you're you've got the kazoo so you're like dur, dur, dur. my trunk is open dur, dur, dur. i can't close it dur. well i already did the uh, the uh, car the car door open i have do you recognize this sound and then it's 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 on the guitar it just goes d d D. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's on my um, um, living in a materialistic world. I think that's one of the first uh, first songs on the on, <laughs> on the CD. I have I I don't know. I've got lots of lots of you know. I'm I've decided to every now and then take a vacation. Because I'm I'm doing too much work, so I today I went on a, a pond trip, 
uh, Lake, Min Lake Minona and Mendota. And I got to sit by a friend of mine that was really, really nice. And we had a fun time. Good. And we had strawberry shortcake. And la uh, last week or the week before, I went on a I went and saw the Brewers and got to see their huge stadium. And that was kind of fun. And while I was there, uh, they had that the camera that films everybody dancing. And I got on it. Nice. <laughs> awesome. I was famous in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do some news now. Don't have a lot, so it'll be quick. This is the funk. Only people with too much time on their hands do jury duty. Only people who've got no significant plans do jury duty. I got places to go and people to see, not stuck with some upright citizenry. It might do it for you, but it doesn't for me, not jury duty. Wanna don't wanna don't wanna 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 brush my teeth, don't wanna brush my hair, just wanna watch TV. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T H E F U M P.com. Without guilt to shame. Don't hate the player. Hate the video game. Don't want to take my pants. Don't want to pull on a shirt. I don't want to eat dinner. I just want dessert. Yelling from the portal in my dryer where all the socks go. There's a hole in space at the back of my dryer. Travels to some place with a piece of my attire. And the situation has grown pretty dire. I'm about to run out of socks. Boy. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, the Knuckleheads music video for Pete in My Pants is now available. They released it on their YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search for Knuckleheads, Pete in My Pants. It will come right up. That's Knuckleheads with a Z. It features cameos by Insane Ian, The Great Luke Ski, and me. <laughs> and a very cool video so definitely go check it out and uh that's all the news i got for this week so is there anything else going on um did we mention the bonnie gordon thing last week we did okay uh man i want to say there's like something but i can't remember that my brain is fried at the moment so <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll do tour dates then okay on Tuesdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. The 16th through the 19th in Indianapolis, Indiana, Mikey Mason. The 17th in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, Captain Ambivalent. The 18th in Alma, Michigan, Captain Ambivalent. The 21st in Brownsburg, Indiana, Captain Ambivalent. The 22nd in Canton, Ohio, Captain Ambivalent. The 23rd in Detroit, Michigan, Captain Ambivalent. On the 24th, online via Twitch, Mikey Mason. The 24th and 25th in Huntington, West Virginia, Captain Ambivalent. 24th to 26th in Rio, Wisconsin, The First Rule. The 25th in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. On the 26th in Youngstown, Ohio, Captain Ambivalent. And on the 26th in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, DC and Company. So Captain Ambivalent is the new Phil Johnson. <laughs> basically. I was uh, going through... Pictures of old Gen Cons online trying to, uh, uh, you know, find s certain specific things. And uh, all of a sudden I found like, oh, look, there's pictures of Captain Ambivalent performing at Gen Con several years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All right, Luke, you posted a song. Oh, my gosh. It's my first song, uh, not counting the cover of Another One Rides the Bus. It's my first actual Luke-ski song since... Uh, since uh, just before the uh, pandemic quarantine stuff started, because uh, uh, I put out Small Round Yoda back in March of 2020, immediately following MarsCon 2020. And uh, uh, basically, uh, I just, uh, you know, I'll talk about it more after we play it, but, you know, driving around in recent months, uh, I kind of put two and two together for a song idea, and I'm like, yeah, I should probably do this. So... Um, <laughs> Because uh, it, it's about a subject I already know a whole lot about, so it wasn't too uh, hard for me to, to do it once once I had the time to do it. So here is my song, Toys! Toys by the Great Luke Ski. Hey, 
I just took a DNA test? <laughs> yeah, turns out I'm 100% Cabbage Patch. A-Toy, came to claim joy. You wanna play coy with my Game Boy? Jedi Knight toy, Rainbow Bright toy, Ghostbuster Fright toy, go fly a kite toy. Got a toy Green Beret, a toy Puppy Stray, a toy Bob and Jay, He-Man saves the day. <laughs> hey, I just came to play, got this toy speaking Spanish. Boys like you, El Rescate. Hear my Furby speak to you. Hot Wheels have a street crew. Go bots that go beep, boo. R2-D2. Ninja Turtle toys, Pokey Squirtle toys, I like the Simpsons toys, and I'll play dumb. Built a mansion out of Lego. Got an Autobot and Decepticon. Got a Megazord and a Voltron. From the Smurf toys to the Nerf toys, Universe toys, I deserve toys. My spin art is inky. My little pony's pinky. Barbie's dress is slinky. Get it? Got tricky dinks. Nice. <laughs> I was admiring all the little details of the artwork that you posted for that song, like the backwards R and the Great Luke Ski. And <laughs> I loved it that He-Man's wearing your bowling shirt and stuff. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I was like trying to, I wasn't sure how I wanted to do that particular part of the image. And then, and then, so I was like just searching for, you know, pictures of the, of the classic original He-Man figure. And then I came across one for Prince Adam wearing the thing that Prince Adam wears. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's kind of already what I'm wearing anyway, so I can just <laughs> Photoshop on top of that and make it work. So, yeah. So, are all the, uh, all the toys mentioned in the song toys you actually have? Uh, no, I, I was trying to um, make it as much of an encapsulating of all, you know, toydom as much as I could, uh, and, and in particular in the department of making sure that, you know, all of the toys that are traditionally categorized as girls' toys, like to make sure a decent amount of them are also getting mentioned mm-hmm. throughout the song. So, um, but yeah, there's there you know, there's certain things that uh, you know I don't have just because I never got into them at the time. Like you know, I never got into like you know Voltron or the Power Rangers or stuff like that. So I don't have any of those toes, but toys. But I know you know several people who do, and I figured that would be a good way to. Uh, uh, make sure that I'm, you know, making this as as much of an experience as possible that anyone listening to it would get into it. Uh, even trying to go back and making sure I'm mentioning some classic toys like like Slinky and Play-Doh and stuff like that. And oh, I like the sheep noise. I have a Voltron. <laughs> See, I have a Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And it, it, this is the the car Voltron because that's the one I have. Um, I never got the the lion one. I thought the the, uh, the lions were were cooler, but this is the toy that I ended up with. I don't know why. During the uh, during Magisaurus, Kyle got a Voltron. I forgot exactly which type it was, but he noticed that like the the hands on it were exactly the perfect size for for putting uh, his Cintiq. <laughs> <laughs> so so at his desk, there's just a Voltron. Like <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I know so. I've, I've seen people do that with with Legos because the the Lego characters they you know the the claw hands that they have is mm-hmm. just the right width for like headphone cables or like like USB charger cables or something like that. So I've seen yeah. people use though like these, these you know these little characters holding yeah hold the you know <laughs> putting the wire through their hands. <laughs> the technical term for those is minifigs. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um. And yeah, so I was you know, driving around uh, listening to uh, you know songs of the past several years uh, for these for the big mix pa- mixtaping project as I'm calling it. <laughs> uh, I'm doing for my for my iPod, and uh, 
I got to uh, you know the year that Lizzo dropped the big album that uh, that everyone loved so much and kind of got her her first national attention. Okay. And, um, um, quick side note: wasn't Lizzo the name of one of the monsters on Rav- on Rampage? It may have. Oh no! Wait, it was Lizzie. Lizzie. I think it was L I Z Z I E. Okay. I think. Um, Lizzo, Lizzie, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, actually, the first time I ever heard w- of Lizzo uh, was from Kyle and Lindsay because they uh, heard about her before like the rest of the nation did. And the first song I heard by her is uh, was basically a comedy song that she did. <laughs> I, I think the title is "Where's My Phone." And it's like got this kind of uh, like bump and club beat, and she's just like, uh, uh, where's my phone? I lost my club. Where's my phone? I lost, I lost my phone at the club. Where's my phone? How am I going to get home? Where's my phone? And it's like goes on like that for like two or three minutes. At the very end, a second voice comes in. It's like, where's my phone? You're holding it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how the song ends. <laughs> um, so, so it's like ever since then, it's like, oh, Lizzo is pretty awesome. I'm gonna like, you know, you know, to. To the to the to the degree I pay attention to mainstream music, I want to like you know keep an ear out for what she's up to, and then she you know kind of blew up and became this big awesome you know a uh, uh, popular you know person, and that's great. So I was listening to a bunch of stuff from uh, her album, and you know other people have done Lizzo parodies and stuff, and I'd never really thought about whether you know. The, the notion of I should do a parody of a Lizzie's Lizzo song never really entered my mind, but then I was just driving around listening to Boys, and then suddenly it just like hit me like you know, toys, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> now I have to do this, don't I? And and you know I'm like, no, oh, so it's a parody. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was an original. Well, Lizzo's original song is called Boys, and she's talking about all the different types of boys that she likes to, which is basically every boy, but she's like you know. Uh, I don't have her original lyrics memorized, but she's like, you know. <laughs> well, know, I didn't. I thought that was an original. That was kind of pretty good. Well, thanks. And uh, the music was done by uh, Jace McLean of Nuclear Bubble Rap. So the, uh, you know, he he gets all the props for for making the backing track so great. Um, but in that song, in that song, boys. I, I basically tried to copy, like, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to doing the parody, I wanted to make sure that I used the word toy or toys every time she uses the word boy or boys, because to my way of parody writing, it's like that's what I have to do to really make this, you know, the top quality parodies I try to make. So it was difficult to make it work throughout the whole song, but I, I pretty much did, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with with that aspect of it. But um, is Lizzo really famous? Yeah, she's she's pretty famous she's kind of one of the biggest uh i mean it's she mainly gets categorized as is i think hip-hop but um but you know she sings really well too and um yeah so um i'm gonna pull up the lyrics to the song and my notes on the song because i just want to give the a list of all of the things i considered mentioning <laughs> um so uh so yeah i i the point uh, to finish my little story from before is just that i after spending you know, uh, a couple of days uh, listening to that song over and over. I'm like, yeah, I kind of think I should probably do this um, <laughs> as a, as a parody and um, and and make it happen. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, oh, and then oh, the very opening line of the song that hey, I just took a DNA test. Uh, turns out I'm 100 percent cabbage patch. That's uh, a play on the opening line from a different song of hers, which I believe is called Truth Hurts. And and her line is, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% bad bitch. So I was trying to think of something <laughs> that rhymed, that sort of rhymes with bad bitch but could be, you know, something that's like, you know, friendly enough for a song about toys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cabbage patch. That'll be it. <laughs> I'll just run with that. That um, works. Very clever. <laughs> So uh, and and I usually try to change, you know, like I said, changing all of the uh, lyrics from the original. The one word that I kept the same was uh, she mentions one of her one of the times in the song at the beginning. She mentions a Game Boy, and I'm like, well, I have to keep that in there because yeah. <laughs> it's a Game Boy. So um, uh, and and generally, I was trying to avoid talking about uh, board games or video games because there's tons of songs about. Uh, you know, those types of things, especially video games, you yeah. know, in our world. So I'm like, okay, I want to stick it to just mainly the real kind of playing with it type of toys. So 
Here, I'll run through my notes of uh, of I kind of kind of broke them down into like mini categories to help me organize my thoughts. So uh, the first category lists uh, Star Wars, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Thundercats, Voltron, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Power Rangers. The next category after that is Barbie, Gem and the Holograms, She-Ra, Princess of Power, Care Bear, Strawberry Shortcake, Rainbow Bright, My Little Pony, Polly Pocket, Monster High, and Bratz. Uh, next court category after that, uh, Star Trek, GoBots, The Real Ghostbusters, Mask, Silverhawks, Cops, Micronauts, and uh, the WWF slash WWE. Uh, this category, which is kind of meant to be older things, is a uh, uh, $6 million man slash bionic woman, Mego 8-inch figures, uh, Stretch Armstrong, Trolls, Weebles, and Snoopy-related things. Uh, this next category is... Cabbage Patch Kids, American Girl, Chatty Cathy, Pound Puppies, Popples, Teddy Ruxpin, Furby, Tickle Me Elmo, Beanie Babies, Sum Sum, Raggedy Ann and Andy, and Doc McStuffins. Uh, this category is all stuff that's from existing IPs, so DC slash Super Friends, Marvel slash Secret Wars, Pokemon Smurfs, California Raisins, Crash Test Dummies, Dungeons and Dragons, and Jurassic Park. This category is vehicles, so I got... Uh, Hot Wheels, Matchbox Cars, Micro Machines, Tonka Trucks, Lionel Trains. Um, see, this category is, let me see, uh, Fisher Price, Little People, Play Mobile, M-U-S-C-L-E, Madballs, Food Fighters, and Captain Power. And then, let's see, next category gets a little more miscellaneous. Nerf, Rubik's Cube, Magic 8-Ball, Mr. Potato Head, Slinky, Viewmaster, Easy Bake Oven, Little Green Army Men, Yo-Yos, the Yo-Yo Ball, Koochball, Pogs, Marbles, Jacks, Beyblade, and Happy Meal toys. Uh, then the building category, uh, Lego, Play-Doh, Silly Putty, Lincoln Logs, Tinker Toys, Erector Set, sketch, uh, Etch-A-Sketch, Light, Bright, Spirograph, Colorforms, and Shrinky Dinks. And then off on its own little category, I mentioned Buzz Lightyear. Uh, <laughs> because I didn't want to like turn this into like a huge Toy Story tribute thing or whatever. But, you know, but with Buzz Lightyear being like the most significant... It's like, he is a toy-related toy, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of deserves to get some major mentions in there. And I did throw in references to, like, a few other things that, you know, are that are toys but are a little more obscure or just stuff that I knew that I had because I was hoping and intending to make a music video for this. And I'm like, well, I should mention things that I have the toys for so that <laughs> I don't have to go searching as much as I would have to. Uh, and, I, and I mentioned the... The the, uh, the the reference to Jay and Bob is a reference to Jay and Silent Bob, the Kevin Smith characters who were made toys. But also, I thought it would be cool to mention him because a, a the new He-Man series that came out, not the one that launched today, but the one that <laughs> from a few months ago, uh, Kevin Smith uh, redid his uh, did, or did his own version of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. That's meant to you know basically pick up where the original series took off. Uh, you know, it's very it's very toy related. You know. Stuff like that, yeah. So that was basically my big master list. Uh, can you think of anything important that I, I missed in that? <laughs> I'm just looking around in my collection here. I've got some stuffed Three Stooges dolls here. Um, I have a, uh, what's his name, Spike from Gremlins up there. Mm -hmm. I have my Transformers, my He-Man stuff. I have a bunch of old Star Wars Um did he mention Hot Wheel cars or Magic cars? He did, yeah. Cars? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I said um, Hot Wheels got a street crew um, uh, in, in, towards the beginning. <laughs> I, have, I have this, which is a, a, a Simpsons like Rubik's Cube type thing. <laughs> oh, weird. And nice. it took me forever to solve it, so I'm not going to mess it up again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought that Rubik's Cube for when I was playing Spider-Noir, uh, and you know it, it was fine for when we shot the music video and everything. And then Alexanne came to visit, and as soon as she got her hands on it, it was like, <laughs> like, like, well, that's not ever getting back. And then Carrie uh, <laughs> pointed out to me that somebody put up a website where if you like go and like you can click in and like say what all the colors are everywhere, it will tell you how to solve the Rubik's cube <laughs> so that you can, can get it back it. to the original. My son's really good at that. Oh yeah, Carrie mentioned there's a there's a South Park toy behind me, and there's also a um, the platypus 
um, the platypus. What the hell, Patty the platypus. Patty the platypus. <laughs> wow, I like pla- I like that and show. Actually, speaking of Carrie, the um, I'm blanking on that name too. The little dude from uh, Star Wars who used to sit on Jabba the Hutt. Oh, Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb. Yeah, that's that. That's the doll we used in in that. Uh, no, that was not Carrie. That was Carlo's song. Um, was it Carrie's? What song was that? Was that um, Chris's song? Uh, the the Leia and other assorted song parodies. Yes, it was. I filmed with Carrie with Carla. That's why. That's why I'm thinking of that. <laughs> Man, sorry, my brain is kind of fried tonight. <laughs> but yeah, well, if you, you want to look when up. You're listening to- Listening to that constant beeping all day, I don't blame you. (laughs) If if you want to look up how to solve a Rubik's Cube, my kids have done it on... You can look it up on how to solve it on on YouTube, and you can teach yourself how to solve it. And and Because they, like... Like, Jeremy will just walk around with a Rubik's Cube and just like... And now he can solve it, so... (laughs) It's like there's certain things that... Like mentally, I've never been able to get myself to wrap my head around. I know as a kid, I was able to like at least figure out like, oh, I was able to solve one side, or I was able to solve two sides. I could never solve the whole thing. You know. Also, speaking of Kevin Smith, looking at magic eye paintings, I've never been able to see anything in a magic eye painting ever in my life. <laughs> um, Those I can but, do. Uh, I, I might be able to teach you how to do it, but it's something you have to do in person. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta stare at a certain way. Then it comes alive. Yep. <laughs> and um, there was, I wanted to mention, uh, there was a period of time I was considering trying to get um, Bonnie Gordon to record uh, all of the vocals for this, much like my song Rogue from a few years ago. Uh, but she was, she's like, you know, especially now that I know that she's on a new Star Trek cartoon, uh, <laughs> you know, she is the busiest person in Hollywood. And, uh, so we weren't able to get any recording done before I went to uh, to Funk Fest, and then I performed the song and you know world premiered it there with Doctor D during the Festival of Dementia, and then afterwards Ian came up to me right away and he knew he knew that I was trying to get Bonnie to be on it and he's like, Luke, this is really very much a Luke hip hop song parody. Uh, it's it's right in your wheelhouse. There's nothing about your performance of it that is seemingly like it would be improved by having Bonnie sing the vocals for it. So you should just have it be a you song. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So, um, I, I let Bonnie know and she was, you know, thoroughly fine with not having to do another thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and then the other, uh, element in there is that I thought it would be, uh, made a bit more, I don't know if authentic is the right word, but I just felt like we need some kids in here or at least one kid. And, uh, with, the craziness leading up to Funk Fest and everyone being so busy, I really wasn't able to wrangle any kids. But then uh, uh, the awesome Carrie said, well, what if I see if I can get Alex Ann to record a few takes? Because I just wanted it for the choruses, just for the toys. Toys! Toys! And just have some kiddo vocals along with that because it's like, you know, obviously kids love toys. It would just be like, yay! You know, so... I'm like, yeah, but I want it to be more than just Alex Ann. You know, we should have multiple kid voices. And Carrie said, well, what if I get Alex Ann to record it in multiple voices? And I'm like, I don't have an argument for that logic. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go for it. And that is, in fact, what we did. And Jace put them all in there. And I think it sounds super cool to have uh, uh, Alex Ann in there uh, as a part of the song. So, um, so yeah. And uh, and we were, we've been talking about, uh, we want to make a music video for this and normally we do the you know for many of our buddies it's been like film yourself doing this particular thing and send it in to us and it's you know i i more or less want to do that but i kind of want to get more specific about it like i want to i want to have each of the people who are in it like lip-syncing it and like you know holding up whatever toy it is that they're talking about for the you know all the parts of the song where we're referencing a specific thing so um i want to see if i can and I, and I know lots and lots of my friends who, you know, uh, more or less regularly, you know, do things with video. They, I know tons of them own lots of toys. So anything that's missing from my collection will be in the collections of a bunch of other people I personally know. And and I also want to make sure that, um, you know, we're getting some, uh, uh, you know, uh, some female representation in the video as well. Because, cause, you know, girls like toys too. So, um you know, uh, I want to make sure that we get a bunch of those in there. And even like uh, the big list I just gave, you know, a whole lot of those things didn't get mentioned. I- I'd like to see if I could work in at least visually, like, you know, somebody holding up each of those other things. So, so we can try to be as, uh, 
as representative of the whole toy experience as possible. And since this song is so short, it's like a minute 52, um, it's short enough that I could post it as a TikTok. And I know that Lizzo has a TikTok <laughs> and, oh, cool. and others and other social media stuff. So basically, it's like, it's like, yeah, we should make this video. But uh, I also love the idea of it, getting it out on social media with the hopes that Lizzo might see it and, you know, uh, uh, repost about it or whatever, um, you know, uh, which, you know, might happen, might not happen, but whatever. In either case, it'd be it's still be cool to make a video. Um, but I know that Lizzo seems to have a, a really good sense of humor. Like I remember once um, the official Twitter account <laughs> of Cookie Monster once tweeted um, back when the song was new. It's like, <laughs> me got DNA test. It says me 100% cookie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she like responded to that tweet like really enthusiastically and started like tweet freestyling like rhymes about <laughs> cookies and stuff. It was like so cool. It's like, yeah, Lizzo's fun. She's awesome. So I don't know. I would, I'd like to hope that she... um. That if she uh, was able to, if somehow the, the great algorithm that controls us, you know, let this cross her eyes or whatever and, and see it and that maybe she'd want to be like, yeah, look at this song, toys, wee, you know. So, yeah, we should definitely do that. And sooner rather than later. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm, uh, and I'm, t- I'm, I'm kind of over explaining this now because this is basically the email I've been intending to write to the thump group <laughs> that I haven't gotten around to. <laughs> Speaking of things I haven't gotten around to. In making my to-do list in my brain, I, when I was making it like, uh, you know, about a week or so ago, a little, or maybe a week and a half ago, I was like, duh, 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 duh. draw the cover art for the new Fump album. Oh, well, you know, I don't need to do that until the end of the month because, you know, we have to get all those songs. To- no, <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. Yes. <laughs> Just a couple of days ago, I'm like, why does Devo keep asking me about, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the end of last month, you see. That's because that's, that's how time works. So I was wrong. Um <laughs> so anyway, uh I'm going to as soon as I uh post bad rapport, uh I'm going to get to work on that forthwith so that we can get the the uh the next Fump album uh, volume 88 uh finished and out there for the world to see and hear. Um but yeah, uh but, but yeah, I do want to get on the uh making the toys video uh you know Sometime soon. So uh, once I, I confab with Devo and Ian and others at the Fump uh, core group, we'll um, we'll get our you know organize exactly how we want to go about doing this and figure out you know who's going to edit it, who's going to do this, that, and the other, blah blah blah, and we'll um, we'll make it happen. So um, and uh, if we really wanted to right now, we could turn this uh, this episode into an unboxing video. Um, <laughs> just to uh show Rick off Gar. that i have here wait i'm gonna i'm gonna like do a face so that you can turn this into the cover of the episode okay okay so right wait. there three two one no you have to make noise sorry it went back oh, to me okay i'll just scream three two one ah! there we go okay that worked <laughs> so, so yeah this is Rekgar. From the 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 Transformers uh, the movie from 1986 version, so you comedy music fans would undoubtedly recognize him as the main guy during the scene when uh, the Autobots are fighting the Junkions and the song "Dare to Be Stupid" by Weird Al Yankovic is playing in the background. So there is another version of Retgar uh, that was put out way back then, but the Transformers way back then weren't necessarily designed to be super screen accurate to the designs in the movie or in the TV shows. They were just meant to be like what, you know, what was, you know, whatever they, whatever was the best they could do at the time. Um, but the, this particular line of Transformers is them trying to make these as screen accurate as possible, both with the robot mode and with the, uh, the, the vehicle mode. So you can see there, that's what uh, it looks like when they are in their two transformation states. So, Have a good day, you guys. Okay. All right. Bye, Art. Bye, Art. Thanks for coming. So, so the day after I got uh, toys po- uh, posted to the Fump queue, um, I was taking a break from work, uh, hitting a Target, and I always, if I'm if I go into Target for whatever reason, I always hit the toy aisle just to take a look and see what happens to be there. And I don't always buy stuff because I'm trying to be a responsible adult and all. But as soon as I saw this, I was like, yeah, mine. <laughs> and there's um. This is number nine of, of a series, so I know that, they, and I've seen a bunch of the other ones they've made that are meant to be directly from Transformers the movie. 
And it's one of those cases where I'm kind of a recovering uh, toy collecting addict. And it's like, I just need to say to myself over and over, it's like, you don't have to own the whole series. You don't have to own the whole series. This is this one. This is your favorite character pretty much from, you know, that movie. So it's okay. You don't have to own all the rest of them. Although I know that one of the ones that's coming in the near future is uh, a version of Starscream from the movie that comes with his cape and his crown that he made. It, so it's Coronation Starscream. Nice. It's like, I got to get Coronation Starscream. It's like, that's another one I'll allow myself to get when it comes out. But And and this was surprisingly only $30. I was expecting them to charge a lot more for this, but it's like, cool, affordability. Um, <laughs> yeah, I may have to look for that one. Yeah, because some toys, it's like they're just regular old, you know, a still action figure, and they're charging like nineteen ninety nine for it for just, you know, something that's basically a plastic, plastic human-shaped thing. And it's yeah. like, how can you charge nineteen ninety nine for that? But, you know, this, like, is well worth $30, if not more. So, anyway. So, yeah. Um, can't think of too much else to say about... Uh, I mean, without prolonging prolonging this episode any longer than it necessarily needs to be, because there are toys all over my place. <laughs> um, but yeah, my main ones growing up were, uh, as far as like you know, um, like the, the the big franchises go. It's like you know, like me and my brothers were into the He Man series, and then I got into Transformers. Um, of course, Legos were always present. My uncle uh, or present. My uncle always bought us awesome lego sets uh as you know christmas and birthday <clears throat> gifts um and yeah and then like later on in adulthood because i always said if there was if there were simpsons action figures i would buy all of them and then uh and then suddenly there were and then i basically did because at that time in my life uh i was um <coughs> I, <Bless you. laughs> thank you i was sitting on um uh, you know my father had passed away and i had some inheritance money and it was like you know, people talk about like, you know, shopping therapy. It's like, oh, I will go out and buy all the toys I ever want ever because I'm sad and I want to own all the toys. So so that was kind of, you know, meaning to break myself from that. But like I got all those Simpsons toys and um, oh, and, and the Muppets Palisades toys, which were some of the best toys I've ever seen made in my life. And I'm so bummed that they stopped making them because they were just on the cusp about to put out their Sesame Street series, which would have been like the same scale, so they would have all been awesome together, but they only ever released uh, one of Super Grover, which was a special Chicago Comic-Con release, I think, that came in a big box, and it wasn't just Super Grover, it was like you also got a telephone booth and the little like trench coat outfit that he would wear in the <laughs> like, you know, Clark Kent version of Super Grover, so it was like, and it's, I still have that in its box somewhere, it's one of the few toys I haven't opened. So I'm sure if I went to sell it, I'd probably get a decent amount of money for it, but I, I basically don't want to. So <laughs> anyway, that's about everything I can think of to say about toys. Uh, All right. <laughs> In that case, uh, let's do some other stuff. Uh, yeah. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. Feedback. Feed no, there isn't. There's no feedback this week. <laughs> so. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Jeff Whitmire. Yay. And Tuesday song is by Carrie Dalby. Woo! And this week's Spotify playlist topic is snack food. Because why Snacks. not? Snacks. All right. Uh, our Paul Slosher is on the various places he mentioned before, uh, most notably Bandcamp. Our Paul, was it rpaulslosher.bandcamp.com? Um, not sure. Let me check. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> And look for Art by Art Paul on Instagram for his artwork. Yeah, artpaulslosher.bandcamp.com. His last name is S-C-H-L-O-S-S-E-R. Yep. And I think I spelled it wrong in my thing. Yeah, I did. I put an A. Oh, well. Sorry. Um, and, and 
You plug yourself. Yes, and me. Yes, I'm. My music is at lukeski.bandcamp.com, and links to like all my other various things, like social media and this, that, and the other, are available through the website uh, thegreatlukeski.com. Although most of those social media things are just you know the word, <laughs> just the great Luke Ski, all is one word, um, except for TikTok where it's the underscore great underscore Luke underscore ski, because for some reason I had to do it that way. Yeah. Um, I had to do Devo spice as Devo dash spice because I don't, I don't know. It's like, I see other handles that are just a whole bunch of words put together. Why can't, I don't know. Anyway, unless somebody's like out there squatting on all of our names, thinking that like, that's going to be a viable business solution. Or yeah. Something. Somebody's squatting on all the comedy musicians thinking that we have money that we're going to give them to get our handles. <laughs> Cause that's a good business model. Yeah. So that's the thing. And just, you know, uh, I'm, you know, <laughs> I haven't put out an album uh, since 2014. So, you know, uh, I'd like to get a new album done, but I have a lot of other things in my, you know, uh, mundane life that I need to get on top of, uh, you know, and try to improve things before I can focus on making that a major project in my life. So I have no idea when the next Luke comedy song will come. So I hope you all enjoy the song toys in the meantime. I do. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the funny music podcast. I'm Devo spice. I'm Luke ski and art was here, but he's not anymore. And his cat is taking a bath. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, shout it to random people on the street, and be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Yes, friends. <laughs> yes, friends. Act now. Destroy Unicron. Kill the Grand Poobah. Eliminate even the toughest stains. <laughs>